Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everybody, it's episode 40 of the Michiana People podcast. I can't believe I've done 40 episodes already. My guest for this episode is Katie Neese. Uh, she is a South Bend artist, and her piece, Continuum, is on display at the Notre Dame Center for Arts and Culture, and that's on display until December 19th. It actually won the Judges Award there, and is just a wonderful, wonderful piece. I, uh, I highly suggest you get to the Notre Dame Center for Arts and Culture and take a look at that because it uh, is fantastic. She also brought two pieces to hang in my studio for a little while. One is called Sedimentation, and the other one is called Epoch. Uh, both of those, you can take a look at a picture of both of those if you go to the Michiana People Podcast Facebook page. And I just have to say we had a wonderful conversation. She's very articulate, and I felt like I was uh, having a conversation with my daughter because my daughter's articulate too. Just always fantastic to talk to local artists because uh, they always have each other's backs and they just uh, do wonderful work and boy the Michiana art scene is really thriving right now. I hope you enjoy this interview because I really enjoyed doing it. Some things coming up. Mark your calendars for January 26th. Shane Moss is going to be at the Drop Comedy Club for his psychedelic comedy tour A Good Trip. Shane has been on Conan and Comedy Central, and he's really blowing up right now. So check out thedropcomedyclub.com for more info and get your tickets and get them quick because I know this one's going to sell out pretty pretty quickly. Former podcast guest Aaron Sandock is going to be having a huge sale of his fabulous jelly art at Vegetable Buddies on December 3rd from 4 to 7 p.m. Check out AaronSandock.com to see his unique form of art. It's just fantastic. I've got one of his pieces hanging on my wall right now. You can uh, take take one of these great pieces home with you on December 3rd, and he is he's uh, doing kind of a blowout sale, so he has room for more art. So get to Vegetable Buddies on December 3rd from 4 to 7 and see some great stuff and uh, take some home with you. Mapletronics is a sponsor and I work there. How long could your business operate if you could no longer use your software or connect to the internet? How much of your business data can you afford to lose? What level of productivity do your computer users need to maintain to stay profitable? If you'd like to talk to me about your computer network and know where you stand, you can call me at 574-537-5838 or shoot me an email at scurtis at mapletronics.com. There's no charge for my consultation or network evaluation. Give it a shot. 
If you're a business owner or in business development, you might have noticed how much harder it is becoming to get people's attention. As technology improves, the ability for consumers to, to choose when, where, and how they are exposed to a business's advertising or messaging improves too. Volo Marketing takes an interactive approach to getting and keeping attention using things like great social media, mobile-friendly websites and applications, search engine optim optimization, and original content creation. Vala can manage your entire digital marketing efforts on a monthly basis. If you're having trouble keeping up, would like to grow, or just need to figure out how to get people in the door or to your website, Vala Marketing would like to speak with you. Give them a call at 574-606-6696 to set up a free consultation or a free audit of your digital marketing efforts. I will add on that uh, if you check out Vala Marketing on Facebook, you can see some of the great things they're doing. They uh, designed my website and helped me with social media. They designed my Facebook page. They just, uh, they, they do fantastic work. And as I, as I said in the last podcast, they are doing great work for a lot of businesses that you've been to and you know. So check out what they're doing and see how that can work for you. So here we go, episode 40, Katie Neese. It's a wonderful episode. I hope you enjoy it. Katie, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Scott. So we're, we're here in the studio. I wanted, you know, I've been watching your art for pretty much since I started the podcast. I think we connected on Instagram fairly soon, and I was watching you put your art out and all that. So I have been just watching the Behance website and kind of looking at how you have kind of grown and changed as an artist. So I have to say that the the ones that really speak to me are some of your later, latest ones. Oh, right. Uh, the, the, big, the, the big one that gets me, and I wish I could have seen this, I think you sold it um, in, in person, was Point of Contention. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, one, that one just blew me away. What, what was the inspiration for that, and what's that all about? And folks, if you are listening and you're by a computer, go to the Behance website. That's B-E-H-A-N-C-E uh, forward slash niece art, K-N-E-E-C-E art. <laughs> Or just look up Catherine Nice when you when you do the search on Behance, so you can follow along. So anyway, point of oh, contention. Yeah, um, point of contention was one of my bigger works, and actually, it was the end of the residency at okay. the South Bend Museum. Okay. So we did this awesome critique thing, mm -hmm. and everybody was, you know, I had great feedback from mm -hmm. that. And they were like, "Well, you should work bigger," and I've heard that from a lot of right. my contemporaries. And so I did, and that was the piece that was my final piece in that show. Uh -huh. um, so in, that was the artist residency show of last year. Uh -huh. So that was really an awesome piece that to do. And I just, the inspiration for that was more so, um, you know, took my surrealism further. Mm -hmm. There's a big crystal that's actually the focal point of that piece. Right, yeah. And so going off of that, I was like, how can I make this kind of wild? And uh -huh. So, and fill up the, the piece and fill up the space. And yeah, it really yeah. Uh, it really came together just organically, yeah. honestly. So how big was um, it? I, I'm only seeing pictures on, the, on my screen. Say, I I can't remember 100%. I think it was... Uh, like 
27 by 30. Oh, that's pretty big. So it was yeah. pretty, it's pretty big yeah. in comparison to my other ones, which right. are like really 9 by 12, yeah. you know, 12 by 12. Uh-huh. So. so how much time goes into a piece like that? Um, usually I would say, and probably break it down by maybe weeks. I would say maybe something like four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if I worked on it, you know, every day or, you know, every other day, maybe take a break and go to another painting. Mm-hmm. I like to rotate a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Would, you know, I, when I look at your stuff, two words come up, sci-fi and gothic. It's kind of a, <laughs> it, 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 it just seems, and I'm, I'm getting back into reading science fiction now because I yeah. read it as a kid and then I went away from it for 40 years and now I'm kind of reading some again. And when I look at your stuff, I'm thinking of what I'm reading and I'm thinking about the ships that they're on and the, the planets they are trying to harvest metal off of. Yeah. It kind of, it, it kind of brings that to life. So. I like that because people, I like that people get that because mm-hmm. that's kind of the direction I'm kind of going into. Uh-huh. I've been look. I look at a lot of Kubrick. Yeah, you know, um, I I love Kubrick films. Yeah, and also, um, that nineteen seventies sci fi vibe. Yeah. from those old uh, B movies. Right, right. Um, that's a really good inspiration for my work. And uh-huh. the next one, or the one of the pieces that is in the museum now, the show's coming down. Um, mm-hmm. was for the Northern Indiana artist. Mm-hmm. There's a smaller piece. It's called SFX, like special okay. effects. Mm-hmm. And that one is reminiscent of a space station. Okay. But it's actually a crystal just floating in space. Yeah. I don't have that one on my Behance yet. However, I will upload okay. it soon. That's but cool. That's kind of the direction. So mm-hmm. I like that people are seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, I mean, those are the two words that just came came to mind when I looked at your stuff. Now, when you're spending weeks on putting a painting together, do you ever get to the point where you think, oh, I'd rather go in this direction with it, or I know you've got a vision and you probably sketch out what you're going to do, but do you, does anything ever come out the way you first sketched it? No. Um, and that's a great question because I love to work. I'll have an idea and then I'll sketch it out in the book I take with me everywhere Uh and I'll have an idea, but then it'll turn into something else. It'll be like whatever I'm listening to at the moment. Um, I listen to a lot of ambient music uh-huh. and nothing really with lyrics mm-hmm. and so whatever i'm kind of flowing with in the studio it might take a turn and, and be like oh wow I, uh-huh. you know this is a direction i might want to go into uh-huh. so i like that spontaneity cool. yeah and, you know i being in uh, like unpredictable because right. i think that's what makes the work exciting yeah that's so. and that's kind of kind of how i'm trying to uh uh change myself is to be a little bit more spontaneous about things <laughs> and if you listen when you equate it to the podcast when i first started on the podcast i sat down with a list of questions to ask and i finally said yeah that's not working yeah and, i mean they weren't bad um but i wasn't natural i was I, I wasn't looking at the person i was talking to i wasn't um i was i was waiting for them to answer the question so that i could ask the next next one so it wasn't yeah. really a conversation <laughs> it was it was more of a like a reporter type interview i've got one recommendation for you when you're looking at these old uh sci-fi films there's one called silent running and it has um 
only, I believe, Bruce Dern is the only person in it. If you know who Bruce Dern is, he's an Academy Award winning actor, but he's an odd guy. And it's basically him on a uh, spaceship where he is keeping food and plants alive. And it's just, oh, okay. it's, re it's really neat. If I and I bet you that you would get some images from that because it was I saw that the first time I saw it I was like ten or twelve years old and it was one of those things that I just couldn't stop watching. That's it. cool. That's I've heard of used, it. I've yeah. heard of it. I've never yeah. seen it though. It's great. I don't know if it's on Netflix or what, but it's an excellent, excellent thing. I love those and like uh, I'm a huge Planet of the Apes fan. Oh, so me the too. old Planet of the Apes. Yeah. My dad and I we watched Planet of the Apes marathons. Yeah. We watched all of them in one day yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. I, I've done the same. <laughs> and I love uh Rod Serling and I mean mm -hmm. his storylines and uh -huh. just unbelievable. that time period was just I think it's beneath the Planet of the Apes, which is one of the most off the wall ones. Oh yeah. With the bomb underground yeah. and yeah, everything. Yeah, that's when they get to the bomb. I yeah. love I love it. I mm -hmm. love the, the cinematic quality of those movies, the color. Uh -huh. I mean everything. The crystals about that launch yeah. the bomb. Like it's yeah. just cool. Yeah. I don't, you don't get that these days. Right. Yeah, and the big old you organ. Yeah. They, yeah. It's just I love that movie. <laughs> I'm so glad you do too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like that time period, you know, in two thousand one a space odyssey. Mm -hmm. Like I mean Yeah. The best. I just love it. Like right. for the visuals and oh yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's way way before CGI and they had yep. to they had to actually do the makeup and make the sets and stuff like that. That that was that was some good stuff. Planet of the Apes is one of my favorite series. <laughs> it's great. So getting into art, what you know, as as you were growing up, what was your first exposure to art and what what made you want to start doing art? Well, this kind of, this does go back, you know, to one, I had a great foundation of art mm -hmm. with my parents. Okay. Um, I can't thank them enough. They took me to museums. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, it was great. My mom did watercolor mm -hmm. um, and she is very artistic. My dad, he's a jewel, he designs jewelry. Oh, so cool. he has that, you know, aesthetic and he's got, he paints and mm -hmm. he did, he does surrealism. So oh, wow. that was a huge, you know, really jumping off point for me. Like, wow, you know, this is something that's really interesting to me. And my mm -hmm. parents always supported the arts and, and me getting involved in them. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the first, you know, having that foundation was important. Um, also, there was always art in the house. My parents had a, you know, a collection mm -hmm. of Audubon prints. Oh, cool. And I, you know, I loved Audubon, Audubon's work and his articulation of nature. And, and then from there, um, we had a, we were fortunate enough, we ha owned a Salvador Dali or lithograph uh -huh. that was above our couch. Yeah. And it was one of his, uh, it's like, I think it was called Paradise or something. Mm -hmm. It was one of his really not so uh, well-known works, but it was extremely gestural of t of several figures and then his famous island in the background. Yeah. And they were nudes. Uh -huh. And when I had friends over, they'd say, you have naked people above <laughs> your couch. And I would just be so used to it yeah. that, you know, when you're, when you're taught and, 
in that way and when you're cultured with art and and having that in your yeah. house and understanding it then right. it's kind of just like whatever yeah, you it's, know it's just like it's not dirty it's yeah just, it's, it's just, just what it is yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> that was a, that was funny and always yeah. and that was a good um a good way for me to that's the moment i realized wow you know like i am different but going from that point on i just was interested in art and mm-hmm. took a lot of art classes and I um, had a great art teacher in high school, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Gunty. Okay. She teaches at Marion still, uh-huh. Marion High School. And, I mean, she encouraged us to be involved. I was in the art club, Scholastics. Right. And so seeing that um, and being in Scholastics, and I had a piece in the museum as a teenager, and just having that experience was mm-hmm. great and being around right. creative people. So. I remember when my uh, kids were in school, the when you went in for parent-teacher conferences, and they still had them in high school. They went to Mishawaka, and I, I never understood why, but they did. But you, you would see the art of the students there, mm-hmm. and I was always like, "This is actually really good stuff. This is, you know, this is, yeah. this isn't like kid stuff." Yeah, and. Uh, I, in the corner there, I've got a, a picture that my son did. I think he was in maybe fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade, but I just keep keep that up. He, I know my son has an artistic gene to him, which uh, I think skipped a generation uh, or a couple generations, and he doesn't really get into it because he's all into science, but uh, I, I, I would like to see him pursue that. So That's cool. Yeah. yeah, a so, lot of those scientific people, they uh, some of them do have a have a knack for art right. and yeah. things that we can't see and right. you know things yep. like that. Yeah. Well, when you have to understand those weird equations, and you uh, <laughs> you, you got to be able to see past the uh, the paper a mm-hmm. little bit. So, what was the first picture you did? How old were you? Oh man, um, the first picture I did, I you know. And this is going to sound tar- terrible, but I, I don't even remember. I, I remember using, actually, I, I think the first was a real landscape when we would go um, my, with my family up to Lake Michigan. Uh-huh. And my dad, it was really cool because my mom and dad would bring um, pen, colored pencil sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would say, okay, you know, like, we're just going to, my mom would, you know, get dinner ready or whatever. Uh-huh. And we would just go out on the porch, and we would just draw the lake. Uh That was, I think, my first real interaction with, you know, seeing something physically and then being able to render it myself. Right. And that was when I was really little. I must have been, you know, maybe first grade-ish. Wow, that's great. So, and I, from there, that was something that really interested me. I loved going into art stores. Mm -hmm. Uh, back then, Mikelski's. Uh huh. Oh that yeah. That was uh, one of my, the smell when you walked mm-hmm. in there and smelled the pencils. Oh yeah. Just good memories. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is there anything better for? Uh, I, we're we're in a stressful period right now because you know politics and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is there anything better than just like losing yourself in your art? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that, you know, um, and, and in the times that, that are occurring at the moment, mm. um, it's something that actually I resorted to, you know, last, as soon as last night, you uh-huh. know, and on Instagram, you know, all of these, a lot of the artists I follow, um, you know, posting statuses that might not be, you know, the, the most favorable ones and aggressive mm-hmm. language, but 
other artists I follow um, were posting nothing but encouragement mm-hmm. and um, showing that, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we need to, you know, band together as artists in a community and, you know, um, escape, mm-hmm. we, you know, but not necessarily to get away away, but to, you know, form a stronger community as artists and really focus on our work and really put it out there and try our, you know, try our best and just do it, you know? So I found that really encouraging. And when you, when you do, when I'm in my studio and, you know, if I'm having a stressful day, you know, all of that goes away when you're painting. Yeah. So that's just a great, like other people might, you know, uh, do other creative, like play music Mm -hmm. or like things like that. Right. That's definitely um, something that I like to do. Yeah. There's, there's really, (laughs) I, I can't think of anything better than just losing yourself in something and mm-hmm. focusing on that and everything else fades away. But it also centers you after the fact too, because yeah. you, you come out of it feeling, it's almost like doing meditation. Exactly. Yeah, and you come out of it feeling better and then whatever crap fall, falls on you afterwards, it just doesn't have as much of an impact. Yeah. So it's, you feel cool. so much more, more relieved afterwards. You feel that weight lifted off. It's mm-hmm. like you're starting fresh, right. you know? So yeah, it's awesome. All right. So how cool is the, you know, the South Bend and the Michiana art community right oh, now? Oh, man. It's awesome right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you hear that from a lot of artists, yeah. which is awesome. Well, I notice it. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Not being an artist and going out and being able to see this stuff, and it's all homegrown. Yeah. It's really cool. It's so cool. It's like... It's almost like, you know, you hear the term South Bend Renaissance, you know? Yeah. Um, and to an extent... And I, it's completely true because since I graduated um, from IUSB in 2013, I moved to South Bend, estab- I established myself, you know, there and just started to see, hey, what's out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And along the way, there were people just like me that were like, hey, you know, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, right. what's let's do something. Like, what are you working on? Where, you know, you want to meet somewhere? Let's uh-huh. have a pop-up show. Right. You know, and I literally met some of the, you know, some of the best and most talented creative people that are in our art scene in, like, backyards of people's houses. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, I mean, it's unbelievable how much it's changing and evolving in such a positive way. Mm-hmm. And to have those contacts and people that you talk to, right. it just makes you feel like such a part of the community. Right. And I love it. Yeah. I've, I always tell people that uh, between art and music and the Michiana area, if you wake up any day and say there's nothing to do, you're not looking. Yeah. Because there's, there's always something. Yeah, there is. And there's, you, yeah, if you, if you know, if you know, you know, if I don't know, just not if you know where to look, but I mean, if you just get online and stuff and yeah. and participate in, you know, like uh, group conversations with people or they say, oh, I'm hanging out here, yeah. you know, and then you go there. Yeah. Like I've heard you talk about like vegetable buddies and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I mean, that's a, a hot spot right now. Oh, and, it is. I mean, yeah. and, and people love it. And yeah. it's just great to see that. Like yeah. people congregating and hanging out and mm-hmm. the museum to the South Bend Museum um, when they have uh, artist mixers, oh, that yeah. last one. Mm-hmm. It was so cool because I met like so many people that I didn't know were here. Right. So it's yeah. just expanding. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so. 
it's a really, really positive movement. And, you know, Kathy Dietz is obviously um, working hard to make sure oh, yeah. that happens. And there's just so much talent right now that I it's it's mind mind blowing how how much good stuff is out there. And uh, I always tell people, man, I want to support everybody. But I do so many podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't get to everybody, but every time, but man, it's just, it's just great to yeah. see this stuff. And that's the way that that's your, to me, that's your way of supporting the machine right, the community. Right. So yeah. it's just even, it's even better because yeah. yeah, it's such a great, you know, thing that we have and yeah. I'm exposing some of the people I've never heard of before or yeah. people I friends, people I'm friends with that I'm like, Oh, yeah. they're going to be on the podcast. Right. Right. You know, and I'm so, finding everybody I find either through referral or just paying attention. Yeah. So I think I found you because maybe um, Jacob uh, likes something on your page, and I saw that, and then I liked your page. And it's it's funny, just paying attention sometimes yeah. gets get you people. And it was funny when I put this studio together. This used to be the computer room for the kids. Now the kids are grown up. And we're doing a whole bunch of remodeling. I told my wife, I said, I want one room and I want to make a studio out of it. So I started putting my my concert posters up and I started putting stuff up. And this the, this piece where uh, Jenny Jane's uh, uh, pictures hanging now was completely blank. And I thought, you know what? I could be um, totally thinking outside of the box and also uh, have really cool art hanging, yeah. hanging up at different times and just rotate different stuff out, give you guys some exposure and, and, uh, uh, have a little selfish, uh, uh <laughs> so selfish, uh, art, art piece up there to look at while I'm editing my stuff. So yeah, it makes yeah. it nice and homey and yeah. eclectic in here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely eclectic. <laughs> so I noticed that you are also doing a lot of art teaching. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the teaching. Um, it's cool because, Again, uh, the museum was a segue for that. After the residency, they were really awesome with saying, hey, you might want to teach a class. Mm -hmm. So I jumped in to that mm -hmm. opportunity. And so I've been teaching teen painting for now it'll be in the second year. Not consecutively, but they'll mm -hmm. do it in seasons. Uh -huh. So this season, um, I'm teaching it, and I have a class, and it's called Happy Clouds. Okay. And it's a Bob Ross-inspired yeah. landscape class. <laughs> and it is so, it's so cool. Um, Julie Farmer is a studio uh, studio manager, and she organizes these clubs, organize these classes uh -huh. with us. And so she kind of orchestrates like, you know, what we should do with that. And, and so we were brainstorming and uh -huh. it was really seriously an off the cuff, like thing like, Oh, you know, what if we did this and we did it and people, we got signups like right away for uh -huh. it. And it was great. And the kids seemed really interested in it and excited. And it's just what you imagine, just like his yeah. show. So right. we isn't it funny how Bob Ross just stuck. Yeah. Because I used to watch that when he was first doing it. And I, I had no aspirations of painting. I didn't paint <laughs> yeah. along with him. But just his voice and his calm demeanor and stuff yep. like that was just it's got something just about so him. Cool. It's yeah. just like so intriguing. And literally from the this really existential perspective is somebody did like a kind of critique on like Bob Ross and like when he started and what happened from it. Uh -huh. So if you think about it in terms of like what Julia Child did for cooking. Oh, yeah. 
Bob Ross did it for painting because he brought painting into the homes of people. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like you don't have to be, you know, Willem de Kooning right. to paint something. Right, like right. you can, you know, paint something in your house with uh-huh. him. Yeah. So it's such a cool concept. Yeah, that- it is. I, I absolutely love that. I, I, my wife and I used to watch it together and just relax. Yeah. It was, if you want to go to sleep, it's yeah. perfect, you know. <laughs> I always thought it would be really cool to uh, to talk to him and Mr. Rogers at the same time. Oh, wow. Because you talk about two people that are the nicest nicest people in the world and also calming. They mm-hmm. they would they would definitely take you down a couple notches. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when when you're te- when you're teaching these kids, you've got to you've got to see some some ones that really kind of stand out Mm -hmm. what when you see when you see those ones that stand out you know do do you give them a little extra say hey you should really pursue this beyond the class i have i have before when i see um when i see some students that are really you know engaged and i see their work and i think it has a lot of potential i'll Mm -hmm. i'll talk to them and just a little for a couple minutes after class and just be like you know is art something you're really interested in, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of start from there. And, um, most of the time, you know, I'll hear him be like, yeah, well, I, I'm really interested in art and I, I kind of want to, you know, I've been doing my own thing at home sometimes just doodling at that age, Mm -hmm. kind of, it just starts out that way. Right. And then, um, you know, from there, uh, we have this awesome kind of segue thing from the classes at the museum. You can actually get a piece in scholastics, so okay. these kids can kind of transcend that. Mm-hmm. And if we see potential in one of their works, then we could submit that to Scholastics. Uh-huh. So I think that's a really good threshold mm-hmm. you know, to start with. And so, I w- yeah, I will do that. And I, I have an eye, you know, for some, you know, of these kids that I see potential in. And I'll be like, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. like that's something. Right. So, and that's what my teachers did with me and instructors, you know, that's what really got me motivated Mm -hmm. was them being like, you know, you should look at, you know, this artist. Right. And I, you know, I will, I'd go on the computer and then I'd be like, wow. So that sparks that, Uh that sparking that, you know, motivation and everything is super important for kids. Right. Right. So I support that a hundred percent. So it's funny. I grew up before, obviously before the age of home computers and my first, uh, and I think I've mentioned this uh, before, I think it was when I was talking to Aaron Sandock, but my first real exposure to art was uh, my French club took a uh, trip to the uh, Chicago Art Museum and there was a Surratt piece and I can't remember the name of it. It's where they're all on the lawn. Yep, Island on La Grand Jacques. There you go. That's, yep. Yeah. And <laughs> First of all, I had seen pictures of it in books, but I didn't know that, you know, it, it would take up about maybe a little more than this wall. It was it was that big. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he did dots, th- this was all dots. And, and I stood there transfixed, and I was actually tearing up. I was like 15 years old. I was actually like tearing up at what I was seeing. And one of the other guys that I hung out with because I was like a class clown and I, I was not a serious guy by any means. I was like, what's wrong with you? And I said, do you even see this? Because nobody was actually looking at the right. art. It yeah. was, you know, it was, it was uh, teenagers being stupid. And, <laughs> and I, it just, that, that was the, that was the moment in my life where I just started paying a little more attention and, and actually looking at that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it's, 
it, it was it was totally mind bending. <laughs> that piece is amazing, and I've I've been I love the Art Institute of Chicago, and I've mm-hmm. I've been there so many times, and to see that you know up in person up yeah. close, it's a, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, really. yeah, like you said, how you can see the the little dots creating optical blending and right. the pointillism and, and yeah. how like detailed it it is up close yeah. you know it's just unbelievable it's really like one of those scenarios where you know you're standing in front of it and you kind of just had this like surreal like experience oh yeah it's just it's when it's when like the argument about seeing a piece online mm-hmm. and then standing in yeah. front of it, it's completely different. it is it is yeah yeah, because I, I, you know, I, I saw. I'm looking at your the ones you brought, and I saw pictures online, mm-hmm. and I saw your Instagram, and I saw that kind of stuff. Totally different seeing it in person. It's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so, it's hard to capture that yeah. in a photograph sometimes. <laughs> Before I forget, another one of your another one of your paintings that just totally struck me was Crucible. So. Just to explain it, it's like a pomegranate, and it's got nails oh, stuck yeah, in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> what, where did that come from? That 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 is one of the, the older pieces, the more gothic okay, yeah. know, kind of style. Yeah. And um, that kind of came from, I was doing a little experimenting with, um, like, biblical, you know, symbology and okay. things like that. So I kind of was taking that and seeing what I could do with it. I love uh, painting or drawing pomegranates. Uh-huh. Those little seeds, yeah. you know, are so gem-like. Oh, yeah, everything. they are. They're cool. So I took that and from my older work brought in the kind of the duality with, you know, being something being fragile, but then a violent uh-huh. undertone. Yeah. And so um, I kind of took that and combined them. And there's a chalice underneath. Yeah. And that's more, I, I took a Roman chalice and, and drew it. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, that one is a pastel. So okay. I was kind of just messing around. I haven't done a pastel in a really long time, shamefully. Yeah. But uh, that was a fun piece. Yeah. It was, it was something a little outside of the box, but mm-hmm. um, it had some religious symbolism. I right. grew up um, in a Catholic mm-hmm. church and going to Catholic school. So yeah. There's some allegorical symbolism. Right, right. Yeah, that one, you yeah. know, it's funny how different things just jump out to different people. And, yeah. You know, that one and Point of Contention, both of those just really, you know, they hit me. And I thought that was really neat. Um, when you think about, I mean, you're young. When you think about your ideal situation, <laughs> obviously you're working and doing your art on the side and doing the teaching and stuff like that mm-hmm. where, where where would you like to be i i would love to teach at the college level okay i would absolutely love to teach painting and drawing at okay. the college level um whether it be you know just an undergraduate mm-hmm. um or you know in the future master's programs but i really i loved my experience um I might plug my alma mater real quick. Okay. Um, at IUSB, mm-hmm. I had a wonderful, amazing program. Mm-hmm. Drawing and painting was unbelievable um, under the instruction of Ron Modsma. Okay. And he, his way of teaching and just really struck me. Mm-hmm. And um, it was hands-on and all the detail and the crazy little, like, <laughs> drops and stuff. Uh-huh. And he really helped me learn how to articulate those things. Mm-hmm. And so... 
that was a really like such a growing experience for me um, in my undergraduate. Uh-huh. So having that kind of impact on those art students, right. I mean, that would be wonderful. I would also, you know, um, teaching at the museum, volunteering there. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. Right. Um, so part of that, you know, is kind of fulfilling for, right. or fulfilled at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, so, and that makes me feel fulfilled mm-hmm. being a part of the art community. Um, and, and the family days, you know, when people come in off the street, just, and yeah. we do art with them and the kids uh-huh. come in and it's just, it's so, it's such a fulfilling and awesome experience. And, um, everybody at the museum and Kathy and Mark and Brandy and all mm. the people that make that possible. Right. So it's just, it's, there's several things. I mean, I would, I would love to do, but. Definitely teaching, mm-hmm. I think, is one of That's them. That's cool. I think art and music are the two things that are to the, the two best things that bring a community community together. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's nothing nothing better than that. Yeah, yeah. So, what is your most exciting moment as an artist? The most exciting moment, um, I think that might be. I think that's an easy one for me. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind is when. Somebody um, wants wants to purchase one of my paintings uh-huh. because they love it uh-huh. as much as I loved creating. Right. right. So yeah, I think that's I think that is like the culmination of yeah. of why why I love to do what I do and the people who have supported me, you know, over my recent you know uh, my recent awareness around in the community, like people saying, "Oh, you know, your paintings." We really, you know, like what you're doing. And uh-huh. that really gives me motivation to go further. Right. And that is just the most exciting thing is when people appreciate my pieces almost as much as I right. like making right. them. I've always told people if you can't buy somebody's painting or their music or something like that, yeah. at least drop them a note because yeah. they're working so <laughs> they're working so hard to do it. The the if something speaks to you, just let them know. Hey, yeah. this, this I thought this was really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if um and in the even with um Paul Kuharik at the general, uh-huh. he's an artist and he um and he does sculpture work uh-huh. and everything. And I recently spoke with him and I have one of my paintings in the general right now. Cool. And they support the arts. Yeah. And it's so great to see those kind of people, you know, saying, oh, you know, we love to just, like, hang this up. Right. You know, and that is such a motivating thing. Like, it doesn't have to be people, you know, buying it. Like you said, it could be them either just giving you maybe a little recognition. Right. Or just being like, you know, we really love what you're doing. And we mm-hmm. just wanted to let you know that. Yeah. And it's just like, that's great. Yeah. Like, I, that's all I care about. Yeah. Really. That, you know, that, that makes you want, want to um, keep on doing yeah. it. Yeah. Have, have you sold anything to like a complete stranger that, that you didn't know? Yeah. That's got to be the coolest thing. It's, it's really, it's, I'm, it's a learning experience because, and it's really cool because, it's this person that you've yeah never met before, but something about your work is interesting to them and mm-hmm. intriguing. So, like, it works in progress mm-hmm. um, is where I met a lot of people I didn't know. Right. And they were asking me amazing questions. It was like, it was like the, it was a movie, and they were like, yeah. ask this girl questions <laughs> all night long and see what she says. Because I was answering the most amazing. Some people were like, not who weren't artists. 
tell me what influences your work. And right. I'm just like, who, like, yeah. who are you? But thank you, you know? Yeah. Like, so that was so cool. And, and, you know, people reaching out to me and then, you know, I, I'll give them my card and mm-hmm. then I'll say, you know, if you like something or have an interest, you know, think about it and send me an email. Right. And, you know, we can talk about it. Right. So I, I just love doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. The act of connecting with people, no matter how you do it, is cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go back to the current climate, political climate, and stuff <laughs> like that. But the, the the thing that I do, I don't engage in that kind of stuff because I don't think that social media is, is really the best place to to put that stuff out there. Absolutely Some people not. do need to vent. Yeah. I understand that. The The problem is, is, you know, you're going to get counterpoints and it's going to turn into an argument and you're just going to feel worse than, than when you vent it. Yeah. So, um, the best thing that I, that I think that you can do is actually have a conversation with somebody and they have a conversation with somebody who does not share your point of view, but find out how they got their point of view because people's life experiences are so different. Yeah. And if you don't, if, if you don't actually have that conversation, you can't understand where they're coming from. Exactly. And it, it, I completely agree. Right. I, and yeah. once again, arts and music is the best way yeah. to get, get everybody together. <laughs> it is. And it's like, a very diverse group of people. Yeah. Like art and music. And if you, if you look throughout, you know, history, the most successful cities and communities are the ones with a vibrant art scene. Mm -hmm. They explode exponentially. Their economy is wonderful. You know, their businesses are booming, Mm -hmm. everything. Right. And it's so great to see. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I'm not going to get into details, but I took a Facebook hiatus Mm -hmm. for, and I put it on online last night. Yeah. I was like, I can't be on here. Right. Right. I, I mean, whether I agree with someone or don't. Right. It's just like you said, if you have a conversation with someone online, it's completely different yep. from having a conversation in real life. Right. Yeah. There's, you don't get any nuances. Yep. You, you're not looking at them. Yep. It's just not, it's not, it's not real. Yeah. And it, so it causes, yeah, flare ups and people to just jump to conclusions yep. and all Put a this piece crazy of punctuation stuff. in the wrong Yeah, wrong exactly. Spot just the and, smallest thing. And <laughs> all of a sudden, something that you meant to be uh, <laughs> a, a, a totally, a, a totally uh, nice comment, something that was from the heart, turns out to be something sarcastic. Yeah, they think you're being be, sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. a disaster. It's a disaster. And I just, I agree. If you have those engaging dialogue in person it's just you get so much better of an understanding of somebody else's right. point of view, and you can have a dialogue that's right. a professional or adult conversation. Right. right. You know. So yeah. yeah, I completely agree with you. On and that. I'm getting I'm getting so much positive energy from millennials, and I've got a couple of millennials as kids, and everybody says you know millennials are, <laughs> are wrong they're different they you know they, they they don't they don't work hard blah 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 and and it's really funny that when you when you sit down and talk to them talk to you they are they much harder working than i ever was you know i did i did my work i came home i watched tv i did whatever and <laughs> 
you do your work, you come home, you paint, you teach, you teach art, you go to art shows, you support other artists. So it's not nine to five. It's more like nine to 11 and, yeah, and, and beyond. Yeah. And, and you do all that. And everybody I talk to that, that's your age is hustling and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they, they're, their worldview and their opinions are much more informed than that of my generation because our my generation was pretty much brought up to understand what you were taught listen to your elders mm -hmm. and don't think outside the box yeah. go to work and get your house and do your thing <laughs> and and um it was it was totally different and and everybody that i meet uh, is you know your age a little bit older a little bit younger the, their goal is more to make an impact. They they want they want to positively impact the world. Yeah, and and that doesn't necessarily mean a paycheck. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get the big house on the hill or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But making an impact and just generally being good people. So you know, oh, well, yeah, that's yeah, I appreciate yeah that, that that really energizes <laughs> that really energizes uh, somebody like me because it really gives me hope that you know the, that the future's in good hands. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it just there is there's a side hustle with a lot of us. Oh like, yeah. I yeah, like I know so many people that like especially artists will do our 9 to 5 but that's not yeah. our life. Like yeah. it's our life after that. Right. You know, after five, it's on. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's like, and there's so many things to do now. And like, you know, uh -huh. and in South Bend and everything. But um, it's great because you see those other people hustling. So you want to hustle too. Oh, yeah. You know, so, and it's yeah. like, it's just so, it's very inspiring. Right. And you're not only hustling for yourself; you're hustling for each other. Yeah, that's that's what's cool. Yeah, you're that, right, and that create that's what creates such a strong art community. Mm -hmm. And and in South Bend in general, um, I've heard you talk to you know with other artists about that, and it's like having that uh, foundation and those artists, you know, in South Bend, and it's like you want. Since I decided to move here with my husband mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, it was like we're gonna live here, so we're gonna be part of this community right. i'm gonna go buy stuff from local businesses yep. i'm gonna you know put my money into this city mm -hmm. because it's important to me oh yeah i'm not gonna i might stand on a soapbox here but i'm not gonna go move somewhere else because i think it's more interesting right i'm gonna spend my time in south bend and mm -hmm. i'm gonna build up this city yeah you know so and i i just love that a lot of people have the same ideas mm -hmm. and the same vision as me. Right. So that's what will make, you know, South Bend an awesome city. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. cool that Kathy came all the way from beautiful California. I and, know. <laughs> and decided she was going to make something in South Bend. And, yeah. And that's. That's really inspirational. That's, that, yeah, yeah. That's neat. I think about that a lot. That's uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, the, that's where, you know, my family grew up. You know, I, my mom's family was in Lakeville, which is just a little bit south. Oh, and uh -huh. My dad's family was right in South Bend on Dubale, right by St. Matt's. And, yep. and, you know, they were, you know, they were part, part of that culture. Um, and, uh, it's neat. It's neat to see the, the, um, the community is really growing and because, there, you know, there was a time there, you know, when I was, I used to hang out there in the seventies and eighties that, you know, it was, it, it wasn't that great. 
you know, it was it was kind of scary. And mm-hmm. now it's getting to the point where it's it feels a lot better. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. It comes comes back to where it's like if you're if you're proud of you know where you came from, and if you really want like in South Bend to really make it thrive and everything. My dad was, you know, he grew mm-hmm. up in South Bend. Yeah. You know, he grew up on uh, Kendall Street. Okay. You know, yeah. he was part of the, they lived in the old Hungarian neighborhood yeah. over there. Uh-huh. You know, so it's like, it's so cool because, and my mom grew up on the West Side. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just like a combination of those things. And it's like, it's great because it's like, you know, I think I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be here. I feel like. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, and we live in my grandma's house now, uh-huh. um, as she's since passed, but it just has that so- super strong connection mm-hmm. for me. So yeah. that's why South Bend has a special place right, in my heart, right. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Well, even though I'm a Mishawaka, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grew up in Mishawaka. Yeah. So yeah, that's like the middle, yeah, that's like the middle point. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so if people want to find out where your art is or find out where you're currently showing or anything like that how how do they find that out the best place to find that out is on um my instagram okay. i think is the main that's the main vein for me right mm-hmm. now um it's instagram and then it's katie underscore niece okay and that's my uh, instagram name and i'll post it you know they have the the video uh feed now mm-hmm. or like the live like I've pictures. Seen that. yeah yeah so we'll put us artists um and friends of mine we'll put our updates on there uh-huh. Um, and we'll put where our shows are. Or um, my Facebook also is uh, Katie Niece Art. Okay. And Or Kate Art of Katie Niece. Um, mm-hmm. You can word it a bunch of different ways, but yeah. you'll find it. And there's an image of one of my paintings. Um, and I post things on there, too. Right, right. So and I try to update N-E-E-C-E. it. And N-E-E-C-E. Yep, N-E-E-C-E. Yeah. Don't do the yeah. N-I-E-C-E. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a common mistake. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I'll post all that when I when I post the interview, yeah. too. Yeah, the next one um, if is coming down, but uh, the NIA show was the one that was most recent. Mm-hmm. And then um, next is the Notre Dame Center of Arts and Culture. Okay. Um, that show is opening on November 18th, and that's another a Northern Indiana Artist Exhibition. Okay, great. Um, that is from 5 to 7. The opening is on November 18th, that okay. Friday. Okay, great. So I'll have my piece, uh, Continuum. It's an orange, crazy piece. Um, that one's going to be in there and okay, crazy excellent. triangles uh-huh. and stuff. Okay. So I'm proud because that one's in there and I've always wanted to show at that venue. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be great. Well, maybe Lisa and I will check that yeah, out. Yeah. 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 We're still fun. in town for a couple of those days and we're, we're going to Huntsville to spend Thanksgiving with my son. Oh, so, that'll yeah. be nice. Yeah. yeah. The holidays are here already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that, that's why the podcast may suffer a little bit because I don't have time and neither do any of the people yeah. I want to interview. I'm glad I'm glad you took the time to oh, come here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I yeah. really appreciate it. Well, thanks thanks so much for coming out and uh, and I've got a couple pieces that you brought that will that will hang up yeah. and uh, or I will get them hung up because I got I need to put an extra nail up. But uh, <laughs> we will get these get these hung up and put pictures up. Um, one thing I need to get from you is uh, I need to, I'll get dimensions, but we need to get pricing on these. Cause I like oh, to, yeah, I like to put them up for sale. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate your support. That's, yeah. that's great. Thanks Katie. <laughs> Thank you. Great news for a limited time. You can get one month free of spectrum mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. 
This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.